Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the torch. Come on. How's everybody doing out there? You're seeing me. I'm not seeing you. Okay, so those that are seeing me right now, you're thinking, wow, man, Brian really, really dressed up for the torch today. It was not premeditated. Actually, uh, we we just finished doing a beautiful wedding uh, here at the church. Uh, just wrapped that up. Uh, for an amazing couple uh, that we love dearly. They are on their way to Key West uh, for celebration. And uh, so we, we've had a beautiful morning. Um, and so those of you that are just listening, I mean, too bad you're missing out on... Uh, no, you're not missing out on anything. So anyway, <laughs> um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh my gosh, this is our last uh, broadcast, last Torch episode for... 2022. Um, it's just amazing how this year has gone by. Josiah and I, just the time in the studio, the time with all of you. Um, I, I'm amazed by the the reach of this broadcast, uh, the podcast. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Last week we were talking more listeners in the United Kingdom and Australia than even in America. Uh, listeners in France, listening listeners in Ireland, um, just humbled, uh, blessed, honored. Of course, you guys know our heart in this. For those of you watching, those of you listening, you know our heart. Uh, we're here to point people to Jesus. Uh, we're not here to point people to Brian. We're not here to point people even necessarily to this ministry. We're doing our best to point people to the Lord, to His Word, and prepare the bride uh, for His coming. And obviously prepare the bride for this hour, this epic hour that we're in of overcoming. And so um, it's just a joy. I'm so thankful that you're with us. Um, it's been a great day here. Um, for those of you watching, if you're seeing this, 49 years, I've never had stitches in my life. Uh, so we had some adventurous times at Casa Gibbs last night. Uh, Pastor Kilpatrick had sent us a a beautiful gift him and Brenda for Christmas and we were excited about opening the gift and I was dancing being squirrely and uh, our daughter had a steak knife out to cut the package open I went to grab the knife and uh, boy did I grab the knife and I thank God my fingers are still attached and the stitches are in and uh, so we had a nice little time at the ER last night so if you're seeing this that's what that is okay so enough of that I'm dressed up I've got a rap. I'm not a rapper, but I've got a rap. So um, what else? Oh, I know what I was going to share. So before we dive into the scriptures today, um, if you happen to hear the thunder in the background, that's real thunder. There's some beautiful storms coming in right now off of the Gulf of Mexico, all over Sarasota, uh, north and south of Sarasota. Gorgeous morning, but uh, really beautiful storms just blowing in off of the Gulf and loving it. So if uh, you hear the thunder, that's just the Lord saying, Amen, son. Keep preaching it. My God. Ow! 
Anyway, okay. So let's invite the Lord. Let's flow. <laughs> let's enjoy this. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a little sentimental. You know, last episode of 2022. Been a radical year uh, in so many things uh, that we have, we've stepped into uh, throughout each broadcast every episode we've went as the holy spirit has directed us today we're going to look at the the christmas message and uh, we're going to stay on point really to christmas today i want to bring some encouragement to every one of you today so i'm just i'm thankful that you're you're with us on the behalf of my wife and i really just so grateful that you're with us and thankful that the torch has been a great blessing to you and, um, you know, one more thing before we pray, just uh, actually minutes before we came into this broadcast, we were out with a couple uh, that they are they are alive because of the hand of God through Hurricane Ian. And to go into their story would take the whole rest of this episode. Uh, just got to meet with them, just got to pray with them and got to sow some really good seed into their life for the rebuilding of their property and their home. And, and that's one reason that I really bring it up. I want to say again, thank you to all of you that have given to Hurricane Aid Relief. Um, just the generosity has been overwhelming. And of course, um, Dutch Sheets, Dutch and CC Sheets, have been an enormous help uh, through Give Him 15 of pointing people to us for the region and um, because of that, there's been a release of several hundred thousand dollars into lives that needed it the most. And to God be the glory. And uh, a mentor in our life taught us many, many years ago and said, God will get it to you if he can get it through you. And so what has happened is just supernatural. All of you across the country, many of you listening, um, you've sent generous seed. And, and when I say generous, look, we celebrate every gift. If you sent $10, $25, $100, $500, $1,000, more than that, and all of that has happened, um, we say thank you. And we have stewarded over that. It's a sacred trust to the Lord. Our finance committee has taken that. We've sowed it right into families that needed it most. And just before we started broadcasting, we met with this family that was in... Uh, dire need. And um, just so, I'm so moved. I'm, I'm a little emotional. It's not because I'm dressed up in a suit. It's because uh, we're touching lives and Jesus is doing it. And, uh, and I love this time of year. I absolutely love this time of year. It is the most wonderful time of the year and God is so good. All right, I'm going to get a quick swig for the, those of you that are listening and then we're going to pray. How about that? And we're back. <laughs> Lord, we thank you so much for <clears throat> this great day, and we worship you. We exalt you, Father. We exalt you, Jesus, over the earth, over the nations, over America, over the states, over our cities, over our lives. We exalt you, for you alone are God. You alone are King. You are the judge of the nations, the ruler of the nations, king and shepherd of the nations and we exalt you lord and we lift you high and we worship you and lord i pray that your sweet anointing will flow through this broadcast into homes those that are watching those that are listening lord that your sweet anointing 
fresh anointing, holy golden oil will pour forth over their lives, over their families, their kids, their dreams, their purpose, their divine destiny, and that you bring refreshing, that you strengthen every life, Lord. I thank you for all the mighty men and all the mighty women that are connected to us. I thank you for their divine assignments. And I pray, Lord, that as we go into 2023, Lord, that your strength carries us and that we fulfill all of our divine purpose. Yes, fulfill all of our divine purpose to that which you have set us to. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen. I want to look today, if uh, if you have your Bibles out there, I'm going to go to Luke chapter 1. I do want to look at the Christmas story. And um, <clears throat> I love this time of year. It's it is holy. I mean, every day is holy under the Lord. But we understand this, this season. And of course, we, we know Jesus wasn't born December 25th. So if you're out there, just give it a break. We got it. It's important to celebrate Jesus' birth. I mean, come on. Can I get an amen out there? It's important. I love the lights. Uh, I, I love our area. If, if, uh, if those of you who are not from our region, well, of course, if you're from our region, you understand the UTC area and uh, it's just blown up. The, the light extravaganza is incredible here. People are traveling from everywhere throughout Florida to come here. They love it. And of course, that happens all over the country. But um, just I love the lights. Um, I love the carols. I love the hymns. I love the candles. I love the giving of gifts. I, I love all of it. But what I, what I love the most is the story of, of Jesus. It's the greatest story ever told. It brings me to tears, the humility of God, the humility of Jesus for God to send forth his only begotten to be born to Mary and Joseph in a stable where there's no room for him in Bethlehem. And um, and I thank God that we've able we've been able to be in the city of Bethlehem. You know, Josiah and I are here in the studio. We've been to Bethlehem together. I, I remember several years ago, um, we were singing Christmas carols in the hills of Bethlehem. We were singing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I'll never, who gives me chills to think about. I'll never forget that moment. If you're hearing the rain, yes, that is, there's a beautiful rain coming. I feel so good. Love it. I, sh- I need, need my hot cocoa. Josiah, you want to run and get me a hot cocoa from Dunkin' Donuts? No, no. Okay. He's not that type of an assistant. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) Um, beautiful rain coming through. Man, this feels good. Anyway, back to Bethlehem. That just feels good saying that. Back to Bethlehem. Uh, We were singing Christmas carols in the hills of Bethlehem one afternoon. It was spectacular. And uh, today I brought up I brought up the the lyrics to Hark the Herald Angels Sing. There's so much theology in it. And before we read Luke 1, I just want to look at this today. It says, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King, Peace on Earth, and Mercy Mild, God and Sinners Reconciled. Joyful all you nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark. The herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Christ by heaven, by highest heaven adored. Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time, behold him come, offspring of the favored one. Veiled in flesh. Oh, I love that. 
the sword sheathed in flesh. That's it. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity, pleased as men with uh, as man with men to dwell. Jesus our Emmanuel, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Hail the heaven-born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. My God, shout amen out there. You're on the torch. You're welcome. (laughs) Mild he lays with glory by. Born that man no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth. Wow. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Now, if you think I'm about to stop and sing like Michael Buble, you got another thing coming. All right, one more verse. Are you ready? Uh, Hail the heaven-born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness. Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mile he lay his glory by, born that man no more may die, born to raise the son of earth. Born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Come desire of nations. Come. Wow. Come desire of nations. Come. Fix in us thy humble home. Rise the woman's conquering seed. Bruise in us the serpent's head. Adam's likeness now a face, stamp thine image in its place. Final Adam from above, reinstate us in thy love. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Dear Lord, that's powerful. I wish I would have wrote that. Powerful. I wish I was receiving all the royalty checks from writing that. Yes, you're welcome. Man, that... That encapsulates it. Powerful. Amazing. Okay, here we go. We're going to Luke chapter 1. I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation for all you TPT fans out there. Um, I love the TPT. Of course, I do all of my preaching out of the New King. Well, not all of it, but you understand all the... Anyway, you get it. Most of it out of the New King James uh, Version, but love the TPT. So I'm just going to read a few verses. We're right out of the the, uh, Christmas story, and then we're going to be able to flow through it. All right. And during the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, the village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel, the angel, appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you. And so you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel, I guess so, (laughs) and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. Man, that rain sounds beautiful coming in. Thank you, Lord. And that's not in the Passion Translation. Back to verse 31. You will become pregnant with a baby boy. You are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme 
and will be known as the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king on his, on his ancestors David's throne. He will reign as King David, as King, excuse me, as King of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Man, I love that. His reign shall have no limit. Mary said, But how can this happen? I'm still a virgin. Gabriel answered, The Spirit of holiness will fall upon you, and the Almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. What's more, your aged aunt, Elizabeth, has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. And then Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. I will be a mother for our Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And then the angel left her. Powerful. Amazing. I love this. I love the story. I love everything. I I just love the engagement of the, of the angelic. I love the engagement of the supernatural. A couple thoughts today I want to give you, and I want you to meditate on them throughout this Christmas season. First of all, uh, when you think of Mary, Mary participated with the Holy Spirit on a level that no other human being could ever even comprehend. Let that sink in. She participated with the Holy Spirit on a level that no other human being could even begin to comprehend. But what is clear is that she she did not claim to understand exactly what God was doing. And I, I just I love the rawness, the realness, the humility in it. She didn't claim to understand that she knew what God was about to do or doing in her, but she believed. She was obedient to say. Yes to the will of God. Parents out there, listen, parents, teach your kids to say yes to God. Grandparents, teach your, continue to teach your own kids, but your grandchildren to say yes to God. I am so thankful for my parents. I'm so thankful for my dad and for my mom. And I'm thankful for Bren's mother and Bren's father. They taught us to believe. They, they taught us to say yes to God. They taught us growing up to to have faith and to trust God. Of course, that's what faith is. It's trusting God at all times. But they also taught us how to yield to God's voice. And that's exactly what Mary did. She said, I'm going to yield myself to the word of the Lord. I'm going to yield myself to this promise. And like Mary, right now, God, God is looking for people throughout the earth who know how to say, yes, I believe you, God. You don't have to understand it. Faith comes first and understanding comes later. Faith comes first, understanding comes later. But you, that you would be a person that said, God, I will obey your voice. I will believe you do in me. Yes to your will. Yes to your ways. Yes to your voice. Yes, yes to your spirit. Yes to your heart. 
Yes to your agenda. Lord, yes to your dream. Lord, yes to the plan that that you have already pre-written, the things you have scripted out for destiny. Yes to my part that I would step into that. Be that man, be that woman, that you would step into that. You would be a person that says, God, I trust you. And I ask you to do with me as you will, and then do in me and do, do through me as you will. Now, in the glory of the new covenant, we, we have really the same, listen to it again, in the glory of the new covenant, we have the same opportunity to participate like Mary did. Now, I'm not talking about the immaculate conception. I'm talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about becoming pregnant by the Holy Spirit, okay, if you will, pregnant. I want you to grab hold of that because Christ in you is the hope of glory. If you look at verse 31, let me read it to you again. You will become pregnant and you will have a baby boy and you are to name him Jesus. So he's saying you're going to conceive. If you look it up, Noah's, Noah's Webster, the dictionary, to conceive, it means to beget it means to, obviously, to become pregnant. It is also the ability to receive seed. That's what it means to be born again. It's the ability to receive and conceive revelation of the Word of God, the living Word of God becoming flesh within you. It's having the ability to receive the engrafted, spirit-breathed, rhema Word of God in you. Okay? And it's also... When the Word of God comes, it's, it's able to remove any realm of doubt. And, and uh, let me key in on that because it's important that we understand the difference even between uh, doubt and unbelief. Doubt is actually waffling and wavering. Unbelief is deliberately choosing not to believe. Do you see the difference? We, we All of us on some measure in our life, in our, in our Christian walk, because we have not arrived. We are in a process, an ongoing process, where old things are passing away, all things are becoming new, where we are maturing, where we're being conformed into the image of Jesus, into the image of the Son of God. And so, uh, on some levels, we, we do battle doubt throughout our life. I'm about to turn 50 this year. I've lived long enough to tell you, you're going to hit times in your life where you're going to have realms of doubt. And the Lord understands that. There's a difference between doubt and unbelief. Again, unbelief is deliberately choosing not to believe. Sometimes things, the cares of life, Jesus told us this in Mark 4, we, there, things come to choke out the word from becoming fruitful in our lives. They, they choke out the word of God conceiving and bringing forth the will of God in our lives. So let me go back to the front of the, front of the train to the point. To conceive is to beget. It, it is to become pregnant. It is, it is the ability to receive seed. Now, all of us know that when a woman becomes pregnant, she glows, right? She, there, there is a shine. There, there's a radiant presence, truly, on a pregnant woman. And this is, this is what happens when Christ in you, the hope of glory, comes in to truly be born again. There is a radiance and a shine of the new nature, the new man, the new woman in Christ, that we, we put on the new man. 
Now, I want to go a little bit deeper. This, this, the story of conception. Again, Mary didn't, she did not understand it. I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. How can this happen? Of course, Gabriel explains how you're going to be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. So conception is what happens, stay with me here, in the innermost chambers of a woman. I want to say it to you like this today. Conception happens in the most holy place of a woman. Now, hear this tonight, or today, this, this morning, whenever you're listening to this. The, I, I want you to think of, and I want to say it to you this way today, about the most holy place of a woman. It's the inner chamber of a woman. We, we have the fleshly realm, we have the soulish realm, and we have the spiritual realm. Can you see that, Josiah? We have the fleshly realm, we have the soulish realm, we have the spiritual realm. So the outer court, the inner court, the most holy place. So the, the most inner chamber of you and I is our spirit man. What happens when reproduction, conception, takes shape or takes form within the most holy place of a woman? Even when, and please hear this right, stay with me, be mature in this. The hymen of a woman's inner chamber is actually broken in penetration. And through that, blood is released. Now, there's a revelation in this. Stay with me. Covenant comes through blood. Okay? And so when the hymen there is broken within the most holy place within a woman, there is blood covenant released over her husband. And that is where reproduction, folks, reproduction happens in the most holy place within a woman, the most sacred inner sanctum, inner sanctum of a woman. It's, it's a powerful revelation. Everything that God has designed, the way God designed a man for a woman, a woman for a man in holy matrimony, one woman for one man for one lifetime. I'm speaking to this generation. Are you hearing this? So to conceive or to perceive by the Holy Spirit means to come into agreement with. Or, or when we think about prophetic things, we, we, we understand to conceive spiritual things. is the whole, It comes by the Holy Spirit, just like the Holy Spirit came upon Mary. When the Holy Spirit overshadows you and I, what happens is we're able to discern things. We're able to know things. We're able to recognize things. When the Holy Spirit overshadows you, comes upon you, comes in you, you're able to envision things. You, you are to become aware of things through the spiritual senses. Yes, that was the lightning and the rain out there. Man, thunder, thunder and the lightning. Beautiful. So we're able to conceive by the seed of the word. We're able now to conceive holiness. We're able to conceive glory. Ooh, we're able to conceive the very image of God, the righteousness of God, the anointing of God. This miracle conception to Mary, it was not natural. Now, we all understand that, but these words need to be spoken. They were, it, there was nothing that she could have done in the natural to cause this to come about. Well, God can move. Listen, God can move in your life in very practical ways every single day. He does it every day, whether we're aware of it or whether we're not even aware of it. The Lord is moving in our lives every day, all around us, setting things in order, setting things up that we walk into. 
But not only is God able to to move in our life in practical ways, the Lord is able to move in our life in mysterious ways, profound ways, supernatural ways. Our Heavenly Father, He desires to move in our lives to do the impossible. That which can't be even explained going into 2023. God desires, my friend, those of you listening, those of you watching out there today, I I have to encourage you. God has the ability to do profound, supernatural, super interventions in your life in 2023. For with God, nothing is impossible. That which can't be explained. That which you have to stand back and say, that was God. That was completely God. And everything God does is perfect. And everything God does is right. Amen. Every time that I, I look at Mary, I, I look at the story. You know, when they looked at Mary in her hometown, they had to stand back and say, that's her. That's the one. That's the one the Holy Spirit moved upon. And they marveled at Mary. They said, I, I can't explain it, but it happened. I love that. I, I can't explain what happened to Mary. But they looked at her and said, truly, the Holy Spirit came upon her. Now, some mocked, I'm sure. Others laughed. Others snickered at her life, her, her and Joseph. Others made up stories about them. Many just chose in total disbelief. I'm not going to choose to believe that. I reject it straight out. Some of them believed and said, yes, that was the Holy Spirit. Here we are in 2023. People are still mocking us. People are still calling it uh, a myth. You know, uh, for the atheist movement, they're, they're the ones that are saying, you know, you, you, you can say Mary, but we ask that you forget about the myth of Jesus. Don't say Merry Christmas. Just you can keep the Mary, but leave the Christ part out. They want to remove that completely. Some of you may remember um, 10 years ago, back in 2012, downtown Manhattan, the atheist movement had huge banners up and down the, the skyscrapers and all over the buses that said, uh, keep the merry, forget the myth. I want to tell you right now, he's not a myth. He is the Lord of all. Hallelujah. He is Christ the Lord, and he's come to reveal himself to us. Now, Romans 8 and 29, I, I love this. Talks about us being conformed into the image and the likeness of the Son of God. And that's what happens when the Holy Spirit overshadows you. He brings forth the image of Jesus from within. Man, I got to say that again. When the Holy Spirit overshadows us, He conceives in us the Son of God, and we're able to bring forth His very image the likeness of the unseen God. I say this a lot here in our victory culture. It's our destiny to bear forth the image of Jesus. That is my destiny. My destiny is to love the Lord my God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. My destiny is to love my neighbor as myself. And my destiny is to bring forth and bear forth the image of God. Folks, if, if you're doing that, you're fulfilling God's will for your life. But then after that, and only after that, are we to enter into the assignments that God has called us to? If God calls you to Europe, if God calls you to France, to Africa, if God calls you to Florida, where, wherever that is. And, and again, when I say the calling of God, I'm not talking about having a, a, a pulpit in a sanctuary to validate that you have a ministry. There's very few that are called into the church mountain. 
but then there's others called to the governmental mountain, to the arts and media mountain, and so on and so forth. But above it all, we are called to bear forth the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I just have to pause. Man, this rain, man, this feels good. This reminds me when we were worshiping a few weeks ago. And uh, the rain just started pouring on the sanctuary. And actually, it went from rain to hail. And it felt like it was just right in our ears. It was so powerful. The Spirit of God just backed it up. It was awesome. All right, so Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews. Can we keep going? Let's do it. And I'm about to the end, but let's keep going. Hebrews, I'm, I'm rounding third base. I'm going to slide in the home in a minute. I love this. Chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, God at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to our fathers by the prophets. And in these last days, he has spoken to us oh, by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, whom being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholds all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. My God, in our days he has been revealed. How? Through his son. The love of the father, the majesty of the father. All that the father is was, was rolled into the consummation of giving his son. In these last days, how has God spoken? He has spoken through his son. If you look at the son, you will see the father. That's what Jesus said. He had the audacity to say, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. For I am in the father and the father is in me. My God, I love this. And yet, it is Christ within us, the hope of glory, who has now become the hope of every generation. Christ revealed through us. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what Christmas is about. It is the manifestation of Christ the Lord. Christmas is about the manifestation of Christ the Lord through all sons and daughters. Glory to God. Matthew 1 and 21, And you shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. Who is he? Who is Jesus? He is Savior. He is Lord. And it's, it's only through that name. Now, and let me make the point. The name is a big deal. Why is the name a big deal? Acts 4.12 says that there's no other name in, in heaven or in earth by which men can be saved. I believe that's Acts 4.12. Yes. There is no other name in heaven and earth by which men can be saved. It's in the name. You know, I've never cast out a demon in the name of Elvis. I, I know that's deep. That, that's going to shock a lot, of, a lot of the listeners out there. I've never cast a demon out in the name of John Lennon or in the name of the Beatles. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's no, there's no power in the name of Donald Trump. I wouldn't say try in the name of Ron DeSantis. I would, okay, okay, back to the scripture. Sorry, I was getting carried away. And you know how that happens, and so we're back. Um, there, there is no other name. There, there is no other flag. There's no other uh, banner except the banner of the name of Jesus, the anointed one that men and women can be saved in all the earth. What am I getting at? Mary, Mary, 
the gift to you is Jesus. He is Christ in you who is the hope of glory. I say that over all of you watching today. Your gift is Jesus. All of you listening today, your gift is Jesus. He is the hope of glory. He's the hope of, he's the, hope of the nations. He's the hope of the earth. He is the hope of glory. What is the message today of glory? It, and is, it is this, the Son of God, the Son of God, Jesus, was given as the peace offering to all of the earth, peace on earth and goodwill, where? Towards men. The Savior came to redeem. The Savior came to save that which was lost. For unto us a son is given. Oh, my God. Unto us a Savior is born. He is Christ the Lord. Listen, throughout this Christmas season, our, this is our last torch for the, for the year of 2022. We're heading into a beautiful time of celebration. I'm about to fly to Illinois to be with my parents once again for this Christmas. I pray in your home, in our home, in homes throughout America, from the Carolinas to California, in different nations of the earth. Those of you listening in Australia, <laughs> good day, mate. Sorry, I could not help doing that. Um, those of you in the UK, those of you in France, those of you everywhere, on the behalf of my wife and I, here at Victory, a church of His presence, Light the Fire Ministries, we wish you a glorious Christmas. Just quality time in the presence of the Lord, worshiping, encountering Him, really encountering God afresh. We're going to go into an amazing new year. Every year has its own things that it has but what is happening is the bride of christ truly in the earth the maranatha cry is coming up out of the bride the spirit and the bride say come lord jesus come come quickly lord we are entering the greatest outpouring of the holy spirit on planet earth the greatest harvest the greatest time of revival awakening and reformation and the greatest harvest of souls leading into the epic crescendo of the Lord Jesus Christ returning for his bride. Ladies and gentlemen, have the greatest Christmas. Have the greatest New Year. Enjoy your time with family and friends. But above all, above all, enjoy your time being with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to give a couple announcements. I'm going to pray first, and I'm going to give a couple short announcements, okay? Lord, I just thank you again for all of our friends, all of our partners, all of our brand new friends that have begun to come into this broadcast. I thank you for their lives and their purpose. I thank you, Lord. I just speak over whether you're Gen Z, Gen X, you're a boomer, a zoomer, a kazoomer, Whatever you are, <laughs> I just speak the goodness of God over your life. He loves you so much. Lord, just, just blanket them, envelop them in your presence right now. May 2023 be supernatural. May it be full of the wonders of God. May the dreams that are in your heart, my friend, be fulfilled in Jesus' name. I pray that over us. I pray that over victory. 
I just speak forth, Lord, that we would we would inherit that miracle campus in our region, Lord, for the glory of God. Lord, that you would rest on us in glory and fire, that we would be a house of awakening, house of encounter, house of your fire, that, Lord, this altar that we have been building, Lord, unto you, for you, Lord, that you would meet us with a miracle campus in 2023. I prayed in Jesus' name. And Lord, I just, I thank you for our family. I just thank you, Lord, just pour out your spirit upon me and Bren, Josiah, Victoria, all of our friends, all of our partners. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. All right. Okay, a couple announcements. The torch will be returning January, January the 13th, 2023. That is a Friday. So as you can see, we will we'll be taking some time off. Those of you locally, okay, those of you here in the Southwest Florida region, we have our Christmas Eve service. Christmas Eve, 5 p.m. sharp. It's a one-hour service, 5 to 6 p.m., one-hour candlelight service. It's going to be absolutely glorious, beautiful. The presence of God, and that, that's the thing. There's not a ton of pageantry at our service, but it is packed with the presence of God you're going to be overwhelmed. Come. It's going to be glorious. Christmas Eve night, 5 to 6 p.m. We will end at 6, maybe sharp. Uh, we tend to fall over that, but you can forgive us. You get it. New Year's Eve service here at Victory, a church of His presence right here in Sarasota, Florida. New Year's Eve service from 6 till after midnight. We have baptisms. We have our fire tunnel. We're having a huge potluck for those of you part of Victory or those of you in the region that are going to come. Bring something amazing to eat. Come on, just bring something amazing. You know what to do. Blow it up. Okay, so we got our bonfire. We got our potluck. Uh, we got our fire tunnel. We got the baptisms. We are bringing in the new year with communion, going into 2023 with communion. It's going to be beautiful. So come, join with us. Also, our first extended fast of the new year is January the 8th through the 14th. That's Sunday through Sunday. Meet with us. We will be here at the church campus every single night during the fast. That's, mark your calendars, January the 8th through the 14th. That's our first extended fast here at Victory, a church of His presence. All right. Uh, lastly, I want to say, because this is our last broadcast, thank you to all of you who have interceded for this ministry. You have prayed for us. You have been faithful to pray for this ministry. I want to say thank you. My wife wants to say thank you. Uh, thank you to all of those who were family with Dutch Sheets and CC Sheets on Give Him 15, who have come to us, um, who have partnered with us, who have given so sacrificially in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Um, completely undone and moved by your generosity. Thank you. Thank you so much. And lastly, I want to say again, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year 2023. I love you guys. Listen, remember this. You know what I'm going to say. The future doesn't belong to the God mockers. And the future does not belong to the God haters. The future belongs to the righteous and the righteous are bold as lions. Until we meet again, 
here at the torch keep the fire burning be blessed